This is Dave LaGreca of Busted Open, and I know two extremely passionate fans about AEW, Paul Zartman and Tanner Lee. That's right, Paul and Tanner. I love what they bring to the table on the Kicking Out Podcast. That's right, the Kicking Out Podcast with Tanner Lee and Paul Zartman. Are you listening to me? If you want the latest on AEW and you're an AEW fan and you want to get the scoop, you listen to Paul and Tanner right now on all podcast forums. I'm talking, you go to the podcast store, you lay down your money, and you buy the Kicking Out podcast. You do it now. If you love AEW, you'll love Tanner and Paul. It is Wednesday night, September 22nd, 2021, and you're listening or watching a brand new episode of the Kicking Out Podcast. I'm Tanner Lee, along with my co-host, Paul Zartman. Man, How's Paul, we've, we've seen Andre Agassi over the years, Pete Sampras, Rafael Nadal, Roger Federer, all compete at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Tonight, two gentlemen, Brian Danielson, Magnus AEW, in-ring debut, and Kenny Omega, proving why they are two of the best professional wrestlers in the entire world. You know, I don't like to use this phrase very often because another company kind of overused it, but that was an instant classic. Instant classic. It was... Now, my question to you, best (laughs) match in Dynamite history so far? Oof. Yeah, probably. With a with a uh, time limit draw, yes. Was that only the second time limit draw we've seen in AEW history? Yes. The other one being um, Moxley and Pack. Right. Uh, we did see a couple other ones where it was, oh, you can't last 10 minutes in the ring with me, so we got a countdown yeah. clock. But actual full time limit matches, yeah, this is one of two. Yeah, that was... Uh... Instant classic, and it's kind of funny. I feel stupid. I didn't even think that was a possibility. I honestly didn't either until, you know, we were about halfway through the match, about 15 minutes in. I went, "Uh uh-huh, they're going to go time limit, aren't they? Oh, it makes perfect sense for the story they're trying to tell. I mean, I was going back and forth who should win in my mind. Yeah, so I don't like like the champion to lose non-title matches. I think that makes them look weak. But I don't want Brian Danielson to lose his first debuting match so i was going back and forth so yep. i think a, a time limit draw makes perfect sense run it back absolutely run it back at full gear in my opinion i know kenny tweeted that not a uh rematch is not happening but i think it's gonna happen yeah it will once uh brian danielson becomes number one contender yep they've got to at that point yep yep um but uh, can we talk about Brian Danielson a little bit? No ring rust on that guy whatsoever. No, that dude was solid. I mean, I mean, I didn't expect anything less, but, you right. know, last week I made the comment of, can this match live up to the hype? They lived up to the hype. 
Yeah, it uh, definitely wasn't an arm wrestling match like we saw no, the last no. time these two went one on one. No, it was not the not the uh, match they had back in '09, I believe it was. Yeah. Um, fast forward twelve years later, and man, it's uh, man that crowd was hot got the too. Match. Crowd crowd was hot all night, but especially for that opening match, and I was surprised to see this match open the show. I was too. I thought it was going to be our main event. But I'm I glad think everybody did the show. It, oh, it's set perfect. A, perfect. It, it set a great pace for the rest of the show, and the rest of the show followed it. Perfect 30-minute match, 30 minutes or so. Um, and they don't give just everybody 30 minutes on, on television. No. no, they don't. I mean, there's times Kenny Omega's on there, and he's getting 15 minutes. So Right. So uh, loved it. Um, great, great way to open up the show. But why don't you... Tell the listeners and viewers a little more details about the match itself. Yeah, so as we know, it opened the show. Um, I want to announce real quick, 20,177 people at Arthur Ashe Stadium. And man, not a single one of them stopped the entire night. That was one of the loudest crowds I've ever heard. And I'm so glad we got to hear it too. Remember when Meltzer uh, said that a promotion outside WWE couldn't Sell out uh, 10,000? Yeah. And Look now where they are them. now. 20,177. Completely I mean, sold out. I mean, put it this way. This company, not only did they put up with a pandemic for about a year and a half. Yeah. They haven't been on television. In about two weeks, it'll be two full years they've been on television. Yep. And they just sold out a 20-plus thousand venue, seat venue. Yeah. Incredible. Just incredible. Amazing. They're not going anywhere. No, they're here no. to stay, and uh, yes, they are. I think everybody's realizing that. Yeah, so uh, starts out they kind of soaked in the crowd cheering. Uh, Kenny tried to no sell it, but uh, you could still see on his face that he was just stoked for this large crowd. Um, it was nonstop action. I mean, there is just total chaos throughout this whole match, and it's good chaos. Uh, Danielson gets a leg kick to drop. Omega down. They go back and forth in chain wrestling. Omega gets to the ropes and just stands there. So Danielson blasts him in the midsection with a kick and out of the ring goes Omega. Omega drops Danielson down. Omega then does a cartwheel to avoid his opponent and gives a chop for good measure. Callus is barking at the fans in front in the front row while all this is going down. Um, we get a Greco Roman knuckle lock with Danielson able to work his way around to bending back on Omega's fingers. That was a nice little segment. I gotta say, I'm not a big fan of the Greco Roman knuckle lock, but these two did a great job at it. Yeah. And when, when people get fingers involved, I get a little squirmish. <laughs> I just don't like bending fingers. It just makes me very uncomfortable because it hurts. Uh, yep. But yeah, that, that was a good spot. Omega gets sent out to the floor. Danielson with a suicide dive, sending the champ into the barricade. Uh, they get back into the ring. Danielson goes up to the top rope with a knee drop down on Omega's arm, clearly focusing on that limb. Of course, we all know why he was focusing on that limb. Uh, Omega goes to uh, goes to take slow things or goes to the face to slow things down a bit. I can read tonight. I promise you. <laughs> Omega chokes Danielson with his foot in the corner. Danielson's able to work his way back into the match, runs to the corner, flips back over Omega, then drops the champ with a leaping clothesline. 
Big running kick in the corner, followed by kicks to the chest. Omega puts gets put on the top rope. Danielson with a Huracurana cover for a two count. Uh, Omega does one of his own, sending Danielson out to the floor. Omega then leaps and flips down on Danielson. Finally, they get back into the ring again. Uh, Danielson and Omega both try for pin attempts. Danielson's able to kick or able to lock in the cattle mutilation, but Omega gets a foot on the rope fairly quickly. Omega out to the ramp, but Danielson gets on the top turnbuckle and hits a flying knee to Omega's face. Danielson with kicks to the chest. Omega with a snapdragon suplex on the ramp. And I thought the dude was done for right then and there. <laughs> yeah, that ramp hit that and just started twitching. And I'm like, oh, great. Here we go. It was nice <laughs> seeing you for a minute. Yeah, the, the you know, doctors were checked on a lot. Referee checking him on a lot tonight. He, he took some hard bumps, but it's uh, part part of the selling, too. Um, yep. I mean, can, can I take a minute and say how red was Brian Danielson's chest tonight. My gosh, Man. he got lit up with some chops. Yeah, I uh, honestly, you would think it was like makeup or a tattoo or something. A lot of blood flow there. Yeah. Uh, outside of the ring, um, Omega hits Danielson with a V-trigger right into the back of the neck. And I seriously, I said, okay, if he wasn't done before, he is now. Um. Omega with a top rope missile dropkick cover for a two count. As is that V trigger the one he leaped like a hundred feet? Yes. Is that the one there? Yeah. They were yeah, that was up. where he came uh, running down the ramp and just. Yeah, that was that was crazy. Yeah, that was a powerful V trigger, and the fact that Danielson got back up, props to him. Neck Tough injury guy. or not. Tough guy. Uh, Danielson drops down for a cover two. Omega with a heel kick to the spine. Omega looks for another V-trigger to the back of the head in the corner. Omega puts Danielson up on the top rope, looks for a super dragon suplex. Danielson slips under and crotches Omega. Super back suplex down to the mat. Danielson's arm was trapped underneath that move, though. May have banged himself up on the move, honestly. I mean, it was uh, interesting land, but uh, he got back up and... Uh, we see back and forth strikes again. Brian with a shoulder capture suplex with a bridge for the two count. The crowd has been hyped for this match the entire time. Both guys down, so they clap it up for the two of them. And I was like, okay, are we going to end this in a count out right here? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> no, it was, I was just on the edge of my seat the whole time. Um, just, it had me. I mean, they, it capitalized my attention right away from the very beginning. You know, they didn't even lock up for a little bit with the crowd on their feet the whole time. Instant class, or not instant class, dream match that we wanted to see for years that turned into an instant classic over the over the half an hour the time limit they got. Um, but yeah, like I said, the time limit draw didn't even enter my mind until they uh, started doing the so many minutes remaining. So, yep, we. Uh hit the 25 minute mark and we see flurries of kicks to the face. A little bell lock is attempted. Omega gets his foot on the rope before he can apply before Daniels can Danielson can apply it. Danielson with running knees into the corner. Omega with a V trigger. Both are hitting each other and both go down as commentary says we only have 45 seconds left. Both guys on their knees throwing punches and headbutts. Danielson and Omega battle away and the bell just rings. Yeah, I wow. mean, 
I mean, you've covered the match pretty good there. Um, <laughs> that was one of them. I felt it needed the extra coverage. No, I think so. I mean, if anybody listening to this or watching this hasn't gone, hasn't seen that match, do so as soon as you can. You will not be disappointed. Absolutely. Uh, Post match, Danielson tries to keep attacking Omega, but the elite runs out and gets him away. Crowd boos as the official announcement is made that it was a time limit draw. Cole and the Young Bucks triple super kick Danielson outruns Christian Cage and Jurassic Express to help clear the ring. Yeah, getting everything ready for the six man tag on uh, Friday night rampage mm-hmm. grand slam between the super click and Jurassic Express and Christian Cage. So definitely yeah. understand it. You've had a week to think about it. What do you think of Super Click? I'm fine with the name. At least they got a name, I guess, for themselves. <laughs> Other than um, the Super Elite or the Elite. Yeah, right. Um, that stuff gets confusing. But uh, a little more I want to talk about Brian Danielson. Yeah. I know it, it came to light. He did a lot of media this week, especially being in New York City, hyping up the show. Um, one thing I thought was interesting, they were talking about was interest theme music. And... They looked into getting the final countdown by Europe. Ooh. It was going to cost Tony Khan hundred, hundreds of thousands of dollars, not wow. just hundred thousand, hundreds of thousands, and he could only play it twenty times a year. Ooh! So they decided it was not worth it. No. So uh, that was why, and I believe the reason that what is is because I want to say the show on Fox was called Arrested Development. And there was a character on there a few years ago that did like a magic show on the on the show. And that was his theme was the final countdown. So uh, I think it being on Fox drove, drove up the price. Because if I'm Europe, I'm saying, yeah, we'll charge you this much. But you can play it as much as you want because look what Colton personality. Look how many downloads that has got again since CM Punk's debut yeah. at AEW. So yeah. if I'm Europe, I I would say, heck yeah, you can go do it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so they didn't go with that. You know, his Ring of Honor theme and uh, the uh, Flight of the Valkyries, his theme in WWE, he wanted something kind of like that but different. So yeah, that's what happened here. And he wants one of his old chants they used to do in ROH to start again in AW, and that's something along the lines of, you're going to get your effing head kicked in. And there's a, mm. a part in right at the beginning of the song that the crowd can chant that, he said. Okay. Well, we'll see how well so, that goes over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> DNT might uh, put a, try to put a stop to that. They might. Uh, but Brian Danielson's definitely different than Daniel Bryan. And this version of the American Dragon is different than any version we've seen. And I think he proved that tonight. Oh, and I think he proved that in the uh, post pay per view scrum mm-hmm. media scrum i mean he completely different on the mic then than he ever was in wwe is brian daniel he he, he is an a- absolute brian daniel brian there you go see i'm surprised you didn't call him daniel brian at all tonight during that read that was pretty impressive um or daniel Bryanson or anything like that <laughs> um, but uh brian danielson is a class act guy i thought it was really neat that he came out um and Ren wrote that article, that thank you WWE article. I thought that was really neat. Yeah, you know, you don't see a whole lot of that. They didn't end on bad terms. Not at all. Like a lot of the people that have left the company, so or have been fired. Uh, so it was a nice little yeah. thing to see that he, you know, hey, look, I do acknowledge this, 
but it's time for me to move on. Yeah, he also brought up that's why he's not encouraging the S-Champ. Yeah, even though I, I saw somewhere that uh, WWE is okay with the crowds doing the yes chant, and if he wants to encourage it, encourage it. I think he's going to encourage it more in his promos. If yeah. you've seen his promos and his in his you know back and forth on the mic skills with uh, an opponent, he says stuff to get the crowd to say yes, but mm-hmm. he doesn't. He's not doing the upward motion or anything. Right. So he still is tying it in a little bit, just in a newer way. And I, I kind of like that. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see if he ever brings back the no chance. Yeah, if he goes heel eventually. <laughs> yeah. um, flip side, let's talk about Kenny Omega a little bit. I mean, what what else is oh, there man. to say about this guy? Year, 2021 has been the year of Kenny Omega. Yep. You know, for years, everybody knew how good he was over in Japan, but a lot of the American audience who didn't follow New Japan or even ROH a little bit, even though he's mostly New Japan, wasn't too familiar with Kenny. Well, they know Kenny Omega is now over these past two years, especially this year. Oh, yeah, and I mean – you know, he, he got uh, number one in the top 500, which is yep, the PWI thing. Yep. So um, congratulations again to him for that one. But I mean, yeah, the dude is nonstop. He is a legit wrestling machine. And I am excited to continue the year of Kenny Omega. And I never thought I'd say that, honestly. Yeah, whenever he drops the title, he can he can take a little time off because you know he's hurt and he's fighting through injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, both these guys, I guarantee, are going to be sore tonight and then tomorrow when they wake up. Um, yeah. they, they put on a show for all of us and uh, can't wait to see him running back again. Yeah, Bree's probably going to be yelling at uh, Brian quite a lot tonight. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? Well, I think she understood. I mean, it's his first... In yeah. ring match for AW, he wasn't going to leave anything right. on the table. You and I were on the edge of our seat when he got that uh, suplex to the on the um, ramp. Can you imagine her reaction? Sure, sure. <laughs> oh man, that that would have had to have been hectic. But he's working with one of the safest workers in the world. So. Yep, yep. Kenny Omega knows how to do it every single yep. time and not hurt you. That's why he's the best. Yes. Um. After an epic 30 minute match we get cm punk Speaking i don't of even best. yeah <laughs> i don't even think the uh commentators realized that this was up next because excalibur was sitting there talking you know oh later tonight we're gonna oh oh wait cm punk's up next <laughs> so yeah. uh i think they were still wrapped up in the great match that had just <laughs> taken place how can you not be i know so uh, we go to commercial break, come back, cult of personality hits. The crowd goes wild, as usual. Um, the fans definitely wanted him to do a stage dive again, but he didn't feel comfortable with that gap in between. He doesn't need to do it every week either. No, no, just uh, occasionally. And not just in Chicago. Let's do it outside but Chicago like we've seen. I should say the interesting thing tonight, uh, we forgot to mention, the whole crowd fully vaccinated tonight. He had to be yes. to get in. So yeah, so I mean that's twenty thousand one hundred and seventeen people fully vaccinated. So if he was ever worried about doing that, or a stage dive because that reason he didn't need to worry about tonight. Yeah, I just think that gap was just too concerning for him. Sure, not worth it. Cuts a great promo as Punk always does. He Mm -hmm. talks about the amazing match that we just saw, and he says, "You know, I'm so glad I'm not wrestling on Dynamite because how do you follow up from that?" And that's why I think they placed this promo right there, right here. It's perfect timing because nobody wanted, nobody wanted to follow up (laughs) uh, that match with their match. 
no, no. Uh, he goes on to talk about um, the fact that, you know, they want the pissed off punk back. And he says, I can't help it. I smile every time I come out here. I'm so happy to be here. I'm, you know, I soak it all in. And maybe we do have a little love fest going on when I'm out here. And uh, then turns his attention to Powerhouse Hobbs, says you should have finished the job and put me through the table. You should have made it so that Cult of Personality doesn't play Friday night on Rampage. Yeah, no, uh, really good. Did what it needed to do. Hyped up the match Friday night. Um, what do you think main events Friday night? You think that match main events Friday night? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. It may open it because of the fact that it's a two-hour Rampage. Yeah. So they want to get that in case the fans start to doze off. And get the audience that might cross over from SmackDown right away. Yep. Absolutely. Um, as Punk's heading back to the back, he uh, hugs co-star Stephen Amell from Heels. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't checked like, out Heels, go check it out. Six episodes in, it's it's awesome. I haven't yet. Yeah, you need to do that. I don't have stars. I'm trying to convince myself to get stars. I got it just for... The series, and once the series is over, I'm canceling it. But, but then they might come out with season two, and then you know you gotta. I'll re up that when season two comes out. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I keep getting uh, like I'll get on Facebook, and all my advertisements are either HBO Max, TNT, or Heels on yeah. Stars. Get three months free, and then I'm like, it's, okay, and it's going to take three and a half months to get through the whole season. So yeah, I'm it's screwed. pretty darn good, though. I will say he's good in it. Stephen Amell's great. Punk's great. Um, Stephen Amell, let's not forget, has been in the ring. Yes. Outside of heels. Yes. So, WWE and all in both. Yep. Yep. Good friends with Cody. Good friends with Punk now. So yep. maybe one day Amell will be all elite. Maybe. Up next, uh, we get MJF with Wardlow versus Brian Pillman Jr. with Julia Hart. Your thoughts going into this match? Oh, going in, I, I think I agreed with what you texted me. Going in this match, walking down the ramp, I'm like, this would be good for Wardlow to turn or plant another seed in the Wardlow turn. Didn't quite happen. No, we didn't get any of that acknowledgement. I forgot Wardlow was with him through part of the match because – the cameras didn't catch him much and he just stood in one spot the entire time. Yep. Um, towards the end of the match, MJF is really beaten up on Pillman jr. Yells, where's your boy? Uh, Pillman with some chops heads up to the top and nails MJF with a high cross body. Pillman arm is banged up though. From, uh, this entire match. I do want to mention he grabbed that arm several times throughout it. Uh, hits a clothesline, then a thrust kick. MJF gets sent into the turnbuckle and nine times. Did you count that? Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, he does fight off the 10th, charges in, and takes a spinning power slam. MJF rolls out to the floor. Pillman looks for a dive, but MJF pulls Hart in front of him. He shoves her to Pillman and then clocks Pillman. Typical heel move. That yep. is any time a face comes down with... Uh, a female of any sort, you know, she's going to be involved by the heel. Yep. Uh, her throws down her pom poms, yells at MJF. MJF gets slapped in the face and he grabs her wrist. Pillman with a drop kick through the ropes. Beautiful drop kick. Yes. And uh, high fives hearts. 
Pillman looks for a springboard, but MJF catches him with salt of the earth. And there you have it. Tap out. That's why he MJF was working that arm. Yep. 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 I know some people out there thought Pillman should go over in this match. Um, that would that would have really surprised me. Would have been a huge push for the guy. Um, I mean, I think he's got a great future in AEW. I don't think he's ready to go over MGF just yet. They're very selective. Who goes over MJF? Um, but good match. Don't I thought put Jericho over MJF. Come on now. Right. Um, but I thought Pillman is a bigger star now after the match than he was going into the match. So I think, I yeah. think the uh, result got did did what it needed to do. Yes, absolutely. Um, I give MJF a lot of props for that. He is helping yeah. go for that other talent because he knows as a heel, he's over. Right. He right. doesn't want to try to get over as a face, so he's, you know, I'll just help these other guys a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's why he's the salt of the earth. Yep, I'm the best heel in the business. Backstage, Alex Marvez talks with Jericho and Hager about their match on Friday against Men of the Year. Yeah, just typical Hager and Jericho stuff. I didn't do much for me. No, it, it really didn't. And Jericho was like spaced out, smiling into the camera the whole time. Um, shirtless. Um, Hager's talking about spanking them. And I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. This would have worked better with Sammy, in my opinion. You would expect something like that from Sammy, lay sex gods. But Hager, I mean... I get the, the Hager tie-in to the story with the MMA guys, but that's about it. Yeah, but Hager's not good on the mic. He never has been. He's always had a mouthpiece. The best thing he's ever said, and he didn't even get a microphone when he said it, was we the people, <laughs> which is dead because that was bad creative. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not a big Jake Hager guy. so No, neither am I. Uh, Malachi Black, Cody Rhodes is up next. Yeah, I was at the nine o'clock slot. Interesting. Um, yeah, because we were just talking if they were gonna <laughs> be the main event, and then they pop up, and I'm like, well, guess not. Yep. Um, Malachi gets a big pop for his entrance. It's always so cool always. to see. Cody Rhodes comes out right when his music starts. Crowds interrupt or erupt some booze. Arn Anderson comes out first time we've seen Arn in a while. Brandy comes out first time we've seen her on TV in months. Yeah, uh, prior to when when she had her baby, um, really since she got pregnant, um, right? But uh, yeah, this match was a longer match than I thought it would be. I thought yeah. I thought they might go with a Malachi squash, um, but it was an enjoyable match. Uh, I thought a match that was really good. And even though I'm a big Cody fan, I am even wearing a Cody shirt tonight. As I'm gonna, move. yeah, there you go. Your mic. <laughs> you gotta move that on the way. For everybody Always. watching on you, <laughs> yeah. but um, I, I think I think the result was correct. I think uh, Malachi needed Absolutely. to win this. Keep pushing him as a monster heel. So, and the way he did it was great too. Yeah, we'll very cool. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah. Interesting though. Arn out one side of the tunnel, Brandy out the other. Brandy yeah, I didn't out too quick because I watched her walk up and went, "Hey, Brandy's back." I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I knew they came out of both tunnels, but I. I don't know. The heel face tunnel thing kind of losing its, its luster gone. for me. It seems like it's, it, it seems like depending on the venue, one comes out one side, the other comes out the other. So it's like, whatever at this yeah. point, it, it, it's gone. Yeah. It It'll cool. be a daily's place exclusive. I think. 
Well, Daly's only had one tunnel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it was a pre-pandemic season. thing, yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. There we yeah. go. Pre-pandemic. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, it's, I mean, it was, we got, you know, we had matches in Daly's place for over a year. So we got used to that. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As you said, you know, Brandy's back, Arn's back. It's a back and forth match, which really surprised me. I really, uh, Cody I gets. Just, I just can't believe how, in how, Against Cody, this crowd was. Oh my lord! There were some cheers, some yeah, but he. But they were buried by the booze. They, they, you know, maybe he goes against what he said all along. Maybe he eventually turns heel. Then what would the crowd do? I don't know because he came out uh, in an interview. Uh, I don't know when the article was from, but I recently saw it, and he said he refuses to turn heel. I know. I know. So. But in the crowd, the AW crowd and fan base doesn't look at Malachi Black like a heel. They always cheer no. the guy. Yeah. He, he's one of those Stone Cold Steve Austin heels. Or Kane. Or Undertaker. Or, you know, anything like that. You, you got those select bad guys who are always going to be cheered no matter what they do. And I think Malachi Black is one of those. Yeah, it's just he's a got a cool persona, cool moveset, great entrance. Yep. My favorite part of the entire match was pretty early on. Uh, Cody gets outside the ring. Um, Black goes for a fake leap, moonsaults back into the middle of the ring, sits down in that little pose he does. Brandy slides in, sits the exact same way, and just flips him off. Gives him the double, the double bird, and you can read her lips. F you. She yep. says. Yep. Edgy Brandy is back. I love Edgy Brandy. <laughs> um, uh, I do got to say, uh, props did you, to- Did you know, Paul, that they they have a new show debuting next week? Did, did you do catch they? that tonight? Do they? Which I think I, it's called uh, Roads to the Top, I think you're it? right. Yeah, it's like all backstage stuff involving their life, uh, which all the uh, marks on the internet are saying are going to get less than 100,000 views. I mean, I'll tune in. I'm looking forward to it, but I get it. No, and you I think won't. that's. I, I think that's. I'll tune, I'll tune in on DVR. Um, there we go. <laughs> that, yeah, tune in either way. Um, that, that's the reason I think why Cody gets so much backlash. He's doing that. He's doing the Go Big show. He's doing so mm-hmm. many projects outside of AEW, but. Uh, um, I think I think he's back for a while. I think so too. Um, back and forth match throughout most of it. Um, glad Arn's okay. He got up on the top rope or on the ring <laughs> and fell. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought because they cheered when he fell because there was a good move that happened at that exact moment. So I'm like, okay, did somebody just come out of the crowd and grab Arn? Because he was just in camera enough that you just see him just. I'll give Shivani props there. He explained what happened. Yes. Because uh, a lot of times promotions will just act like nothing happened or make up something that try to make a storyline based. And yep. it just slipped. Happens. It's live television. Yep. And, you know, uh, props to Brandy for making sure he's okay. Yep. And the ref, uh, too. Yeah. Paul props, Turner. Yep. Props to Cody and Malachi for continuing the match to continue to 
drag out just a little bit, but still set up for that yeah, spot then, that Arn was going for. Yeah, and then the interesting spot, like you said, then then it happened right after that, and the bump wasn't that good. It was Cody no. running into him on accident, and Arn shoving him, telling him, don't worry about me, go get your opponent. Yeah. So, yeah, that didn't go over as well because he slipped, but here's what it is. And I think that's why Cody went softer on that bump. Sure. Because he had just taken <laughs> well, just a bump. Just in case he, he might have hurt himself, into. you know, you know. Yeah accidentally falling so yeah and uh during all of this uh blacks on the other side of the ring under the ring halfway um he cody grabs him throws him back in we don't want to cody doesn't want to win this by count out he wants to beat the man if he can and then uh we get a black mist to cody's face did well, not see that coming well and before all this we, cody hit a cody cutter followed by a crossroads yep. and malachi kicked out yeah Yes, he did. I, I jumped to the orange spot. That was yeah, in, yeah, in that's a, all right. Kind of a uh oh spot. So that's all right. But yeah, the black mist. Yeah, to Jerry like, yeah, not green. I know, and not as um, big either. Right, Jerry always made it this huge thing, and black was just like, hey, hey, bye. There you go. We're done. One, yep. two, three. So yep. Cody looked like, what the heck just happened? I know. His, oh. So are we done with this or are we going to see him yet again? Cause, cause if we get a third, I, I, I don't know if Malachi can go over to him three times, but he's, he's went over the whole nightmare family. For the most part. Who am I forgetting? <laughs> I don't know. There's like, well, he well, hasn't faced 10 yet. Who's technically a member of the family. Yeah. 10's got other stuff going on and Fuego. I'm, not, I'm not counting Stephen Amell. <laughs> Yeah, Fuego. Um, <laughs> he already kicked his head off, remember? So he technically yeah. went through him already. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know what could be next for him, but I, I wouldn't mind him moving on to something else already. Absolutely. I would, uh, I'd be okay with that. Cody, come back, do Cody things, and move Black on. Uh, we get a little uh, vignette for Miro versus Sammy Guevara next week for the AEW TNT Championship. <sighs> I want. I wish the TNT title was either tonight or Friday. I, mm-hmm. Every you know, well, I guess the Lucha Bros aren't putting up the tag team titles. But I was going to say every other. Really, the only title that was up for grabs was the women's title. But I don't yeah. know. I felt like there was a place for it. And... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why you don't do it unless there's something big next week that we don't know about yet, since it's September 29th. But hey, you know, what do I know? In Rochester. <laughs> The hmm. home of Brody Lee. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I do think next week we're going to get something to honor Brody during the show. Oh, but they're I, not going to talk about ahead of time. I think that's no doubt. Uh, after the vignette, which I really wish Sammy would win. I text you that, but no, I mean, I'm a big Sammy guy too. I, he's got to get gold eventually. Yeah. Probably 2022. Yeah. Unfortunately, I just I, Miro's been so great as champion. I don't, I don't know. But Sammy's one of the guys. If whoever's gonna take it off him, I mean, I've always said Jungle Boy, but maybe it is Sammy. Yeah, Jungle Boy, Sammy, either one of them, I'd be fine with. Yep. Um, up next, we get some tag action. FTR, Tully Blanchard with versus Sting and Darby Allen. FTR uh, wearing the NWO inspired gear loved it against Sting, yes. who's arguably the NWO's greatest rival. 
thought yep. that was fantastic. And he even I, had the red on tonight. Yep. I, I thought, yeah, this was a fun match. Um, I love how FTR incorporates that type of stuff into their gear now and then. Um, pays homage to, I mean, in, you know, these, these guys grew up watching Sting. And now mm-hmm. they're in the AW, AEW's the biggest dynamite ever. Yep. Across the ring from Sting, just gotta be un- uh, in front of twenty thousand. It's gotta be a surreal feeling. Oh, absolutely! And you know, Tully even in black and white tonight. Mm-hmm. It felt great. Uh, it felt a little bit like the nineties. Yeah, but fun. It was a good nineties. Very fun match. I was surprised by the result, though. You were. I was. I I thought last week I said FTR was going to win. I that think was our I difference. Too. I oh no, you're right. That was that was our, our difference. difference. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lots of back and forth action throughout this. Lots of good spots. Uh, Love I the never... coffin drop spot. Oh, man. Thought that was awesome. Darby is Darby's going to take himself out with that one of these days. Well, and I, I don't mean, mean in a good way. I also love the separate entrances with Sting and Darby. So they both got their own pops. I thought that was very smart. Um, oh, yeah. Interesting. FTR come, came out to the pinnacle music instead of their own. Yeah, and even though, you know, dressed in the black and white, they didn't necessarily acknowledge that it was NWO. They said a new stage in their career or something like that is what commentary said. But anybody who watched in the 90s knew that that was NWO. Yeah, Sting got a good shot on Tully during the match. That was cool to see. Sting wins by the Scorpion Deathlock. Very fun. I mean, I I I got to be honest, though. I'm surprised we haven't seen Sting lose a match yet. I think it's coming. I mean, he just keeps winning, winning, winning. And, and you know, I know it's only September, but we're creeping up on October. A couple months, it's going to be a year since Sting debuted in the company, and Darby's been by his side the whole time. Yep. Are we going to get that turn? I I don't think so, but I think two. eventually we'll get a split. Like, I don't need you don't need me anymore, kid, or something. I think we need that. Yeah. I think we're already at that point. I mean, I love Sting and Darby together. They have great chemistry. They work well off of each other. Very similar styles, apart from the coffin drop. I was going to say, Sting <laughs> can't do anything from the top rope, but... <laughs> apart from that... Yeah, and the uh, crazy suicide dies. Toby yeah, suicides. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, I get what you're saying. Similar. Yeah. Similar. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it's time Sting says, you know... It's time for you to go on your own. I'll always be there if you need yep. me, but you go do you. I'm going to go do me. Yep. Yep. It's, uh, yeah, because I don't know what's next for these guys. I don't either. Unless it's, maybe maybe they take a shot at tag team titles eventually, because they just knocked off a team that's in the top five. Maybe. Would eh, that be, would that be Sting's first tag team gold? No, I'm making you think. No, <laughs> he I had some in WCW at one time. Okay. Yeah. See, when I came, I think in, when he was part of the Wolfpack. Okay. See, I didn't. I didn't make it. I think that, it, that far God, in. I think it might have been even him and Scott Hall. I could be remembering that incorrectly because when it comes to NWO, I can't keep track of who was in and who was out. And <laughs> at times there was like a million. Everybody people. in WCW was in it, and then except, you had except DDP. Pretty much. And Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah. <laughs> of course, he didn't get along with Nash, and that was part of the reason. Since, right. You know, Nash beat him. Right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, we could do a whole podcast on WCW. Maybe we will someday, but not not tonight. Yeah, no, not tonight. Not tonight. It's uh, it's getting late. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sting and Darby win with the submission from Sting with the Scorpion Deathlock. Cool for Sting to have that moment in front of twenty thousand. It was. It this was. This week was the anniversary of Cla- of a Night of Champions, twenty fifteen. So, okay, six years ago when he took that buckle bomb against Seth Rollins. So Which six is years later, why they put him over. Six years later, it's pretty cool. And and you know, FTR, I guarantee you, they went to Tony and said, "Put the legend over." Yeah, we don't want to win. Right. Yep. Uh, we get. Uh, Recap from uh, Britt Baker Ruby Soho's promo last week on Rampage. That was the best thing on Rampage last week. Yeah, I thought. It was. That was a great promo. Uh, we see Friday's Rampage lineup, Anna Jay versus Penelope Ford, Moxley and Kingston versus Archer and Suzuku. Suzuki. Suzuki. There we go. I had it. Minora it Suzuki. A minute. Oh. <laughs> Uh, tag team champion Lucha Bros taking on Santana and or or with Santana mm-hmm. and Ortiz versus Private Party and the Butcher and the Blade. Mm-hmm. At least we're getting Santana and Ortiz in New York. Absolutely, and it gets another popular team. So with another yeah. popular team, I mean, uh, Jericho and Hager versus Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky, Men of the Year with Lambert. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Cole, the Young Bucks versus uh, Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. And of course, CM Punk versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah, I think a lot of these are predictable matches, but this still should be a fun time. It's going to be a great show. And stay way. off social media tonight and tomorrow and the rest <laughs> of the week because there will be spoilers because they are taping it oh, right yeah. now as we're recording this. They're taping it from yeah. 10 to midnight tonight. So, yeah. That's the that's the worst thing about Rampage is it's not actually live every week, but I get it. With the logistics, oh, yeah. it's hard. It's too hard to do. Oh yeah, I mean that would be a lot of stuff. Yep. Uh, up next, the main event. Finally, the women's world championship match. The women main event in AEW, like Kenny Omega promised us two years ago. Yep, Brit's done <laughs> it a couple times. Yep. Yeah, well, this one was sanctioned, so. True. <laughs> uh, back and forth, Ruby, Soho, DMD, Chance, throughout the crowd, throughout this match. Action-packed match. And there were points I thought we were getting us a new champion. Oh, I, I definitely, that's why the end result surprised me. Because I'm thinking all night when we found out this was indeed going to be the main event, I'm thinking, okay, either we're getting a new champion or somebody's debuting. Yeah. We didn't get either. And even no. the way the match was going, Ruby was kicking out of everything. So I'm like, she's going to end up winning this match. They mm-hmm. threw me for a loop. Wasn't the case. Yep. As we Which get is the right it. case. I don't think it's time right. to take the belt off Brett. So. Right. And uh, as good as Ruby Soho is, especially now that she's got that creative control to do what she wants with her character, it's not time yet. Let the fans right. get more anticipation. I forgot how talented she was because it's been so long since I've seen her work in the ring. But I love how she was fired from WWE in her first singles. I think it's her first singles in ring day competition. I know she's had tag matches, but I think it's her first singles match. Um, she main events, yep. arguably the biggest dynamite in the show's history. Just unbelievable. Yep. Yep. 
Uh, towards the end of the match, Soho sends Baker into the corner with an enziguri. Soho climbs up to the top rope, jumps, hits a pin, two count. Baker with a neck breaker, thrust kick to the face, cover, two count. Baker up to the top rope. Soho smacks her, looks to suplex Baker out to the floor. Hater and Rebel yelling not to do it. Soho and Baker battling their way to the corner. Soho gets captured and takes a super backdrop, I guess. I, I'm, I'm not going to attempt to pronounce the proper term. I guess we'll just go the air raid crash. <laughs> so, yeah, that was an epic spot. I was glad to see a good spot like that from these two ladies. Uh, Baker looks for a kick while standing on the steps outside of the ring. Soho catches it, but Baker slams her face down on the steps. Not something we've seen too much of from Soho in her previous runs. So she definitely was out of her. I don't want to say comfort zone, but out of what she's used to doing. Uh, Soho hits the no future and goes for a pin, but Rebel gets up on the ropes, distracts her. So she takes a no future too. Hater on the apron now, ducks a punch, yanks Soho down over the top rope. Baker drops her and applies the lockjaw for the win. Yeah, so still keeps uh, Ruby looking strong, even though yes. she tapped out because it took still, all it took three. It took three women to take her down. So yep, I'm, I'm all for it. What's next for Doctor Britt Baker? Um, well, there's a couple women on the roster still she hasn't faced, but uh, I think. Sooner or later, we're going to see Baker Thunder Rosa again. That's got to be full gear, I'm thinking. It's got to be. It's time Either, to pull the trigger on it. I wouldn't mind waiting till January at least and then letting Thunder Rosa win it. End the year with Baker's champ, kick the yeah. new year off with a new champ. Yeah, because Thunder Rosa, I feel like they're underutilizing the gal right now. Mm-hmm. And she's too talented to be doing that. I mean, she's picking up win after win on dark and elevation. Yeah, but I know. I know. If you don't watch those, you don't know that. I know. And, and I've been really bad about watching those. I thought I'd watch them a lot more Me than too. I do when they kicked off. And it's just, you know, I'm glad they're actually shooting most of them now in Universal. That's yes. nice. I think it needs a home like that because I don't know. I just, I yeah, just can't they, get into them. They've already done a whole season's worth, as they said, a season's worth. So, I mean, lots of dark. And now the good thing is, unless you were at Universal, you don't know what happened until you either watch it or um, see it scroll across the screen on Dynamite. Right. Yep. So, nice little way to avoid some spoilers there. Yep. Were you surprised we didn't get any debuts tonight? I was. I was expecting at least one. I didn't know who it was going to be. I'm not counting... Brandy returning is any type no. of debut. Um, but yeah. It's not a debut. It'd be a return. Well, okay. Or any other return. <laughs> any any surprise. Big surprise. Yeah. Yeah. I figured Cody was back. Brandy was going to be by his side. I don't think we get any big surprises Friday as far as debuts either. I just think they're no. two solid shows. Yeah. Because, I mean, they know not to do it now because people are going to spoil it on social media. Oh, that's a good point. So they're going to wait until at least next Wednesday in Rochester 
on September 29th. Just saying. No, no. Yeah. I maybe somebody's <laughs> con or um day clauses up. Maybe not. I don't know. I haven't read anything lately about certain and individuals. His Twitter that certain individuals' Twitter is pretty much stopped apart from uh, a congratulations to Big E. Yes. Where he even apologized for being late to the trend. Yes. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Going to be interesting. I think we'll find out more clues on BTE, honestly. Because I feel if you watch BTE, I feel we kind of got something. Silver and Reynolds are going to look for a friend. They're not recruiting. They're looking for a friend. Yeah, a new friend. And it's not going to be the best friends. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that thing is just too weird now. Now that we've got like, what, four of them? Yeah. Something like that. Five of mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Trent. Trent's mom. Orange Cassidy. Chucky e. T. Chris Statlander and uh, Wheeler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or not Wheeler. Wow. Um, I don't know the guy's name. Wheeler, you know. Yeah, you're right. Is it Wheeler? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got it right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Paul. Zero to ten. What do you give this episode of Dynamite? Grand Slam. I don't know if you'll be surprised by this or not, but I'm giving it a solid nine and a half. That's the same grade I was going to give it. There were just... There was one weird spot after uh, towards the end of the show before the uh, women's match when they said uh, debut, they showed the vignette and then I think there was supposed to still be something more. Instead, they went to the crowd and it was really weird camera angles. I didn't really have any problem with the production. I thought all the matches were good and entertaining because usually there's at least one match I'm not really into. I thought all matches were great. Um, aren't slipping, but that happens. It's live TV. One yeah. of my only complaints, and and, and 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 I like Jr. So I'm not trying to get on him too much. But there was too many times there in the matches. Oh, that's got to be it. That's got to be it. And then I'm like, okay, they're gonna kick out. Like you're already telling me they're gonna kick out. Like if mm-hmm. it's gonna be it, you're not gonna say anything, you know. So exactly. little things like that kind of get on my nerves. Yeah, well, JR's still recuperating from the weekend, I think. Even though that was a pre-taped episode, I think he's gotten a lot of uh, tweets here. In nah, the last, uh, everybody who was on Dark Sattering last week has, I think. Yeah. yeah. That, that You went further than I did. I was just going to No, I'll say it. I, I don't want to talk about it. I think it's been no, talking no. nauseism, and I, I could talk a whole hour about it. I don't want to. Um, the show was an hour long. What do you expect? Yeah, I, I love Dark Side Arena. I think it's one of the best, not only wrestling documentary I've ever seen, it's one of the best documentary series I've ever seen. I'm, I watch it every week. That was the first one I had ever seen. What? Yeah. Man, there's so many good ones you need to go watch. I have Vice. It's on demand. I was already looking at all those. Oh, going, you're okay, a busy I need to watch guy. Benoit you're a busy and guy. one and two. I need to watch Pillman. I need to watch that oh, one. There's so many good ones. One. So yeah. many good ones, and there's going to be some other good ones coming up. Chris Canyon tomorrow night's going to be fantastic. Yeah. So it's uh, just I like how they tell their stories, but that uh, yeah, playing Ryan yeah. from Hell was very interesting. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Now I had seen the uh, WWE stories version of that. Sure. <laughs> Which is now off. 
Yeah. They pulled Quickly pulled. Yeah, they did the right thing. They pulled all that stuff. Uh, pulled him, pulled uh, Ric Flair, which, I, like I said, I'm not getting into this, but they pulled Ric Flair from the their uh, intro, intro um, opening thanks to their episodes. So. Yep. Yep. But other than that, go watch Dark Side of the Ring if you haven't yet. Don't no, be like me fantastic. and only see one episode. No, it's fantastic. Go, <laughs> go watch it. So, uh, wrestler of the night, Tanner. <laughs> this is hard. This is hard. I, I'm not going to do it. What I want to do is give it both to Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson, almost did it, and Kenny Omega because instant classic. I really want to. But I'm not going to. I'm going to keep it going of of picking one wrestler of the night. Um, I'm going to give the Malachi Black. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to give it to Sting. Okay. So, he got that uh, good finisher. I enjoyed it. It was a solid match. My favorite part was him stopping himself from hitting that chair and then hitting Tully. So. And Malachi, I believe, is the first guy to go over Cody twice. Yeah. So, if yeah. I remember correctly. Brody. Twice? No. No, Brody only went once. Never yeah, mind. Cody came back and got revenge. Yeah, never mind. MGF only got him once. Yeah. So. Congratulations to Malachi Black. Yeah. If, if I think this is a thing we're going to correct. And I think that's something we're going to start seeing more and more of. I think we're going to see less wins in Cody's side well that's why i would like the them to do a story but it would kind of be heelish to where like he keeps racking up losses and just goes to a dark place and then has to work his way back up but yeah it wouldn't necessarily have to be heelish you know he just he's tired of losing so he goes out and reinvents himself maybe comes back with the dark hair again Mm -hmm. But there I feel go. like that did kind of, and, and it was in Daly's place during the pandemic. I feel like that flopped so bad for a lot of the fans. They didn't understand what he was trying to do. I didn't right off the bat until right. you brought it up to me. And then I went back and read the comic because yeah. the animated versions of it don't do it justice. The comic right. does it justice. And right. once I reread the comic, okay, I got the reference. Right. <laughs> right. And I wouldn't have known about that unless I read it online. So, yeah. Um, or does he uh, do a variation of Stardust? God, I hope not. Maybe not to that extent. <laughs> I hated that character. Know. I'm sorry, I did. I, I hated it. I think in AEW, that character would have been a lot better. Yeah. It, just... it, the interesting thing is AEW doesn't really have, I mean, they have Abaddon. The, yeah. They don't really have any, like. You know what I'm trying to say? Crazy like a, characters that that's don't why fit. if if Bray Wyatt comes to AW, I think he should be more like his swamp character, swamp family character or something. Because yeah, the Wyndham. Yeah, because if he does the Fiend or something like the Fiend, I, I just I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel I feel like that fits Impact better than it does AW. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yep. we'll see what happens. Nope. Uh, yeah. I do want want to give a shout out. Uh, I'm wearing a new hat tonight, a KOP hat. Um, this hat is by Hofstitch, and you can find them on Instagram at Hofstitch underscore leather. They not only make can make hats, they make wallets, belts, all type of leather goods. He can make whatever you need. 
So just DM him. But like I said, he's just starting to make hats. Made this great KLP one for me. So he can make you one just like this. If you want a different color, different stamp, he can do that too. So get a hold of him on Instagram. That's at Hofstitch underscore leather. Shout out to Chris Hoffman for making me this hat. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of KOP merch, don't forget to go to ProWrestlingTees.com and order your KOP merchandise. You get to support a great podcast, support us, and you get to look stylish while doing so. Yeah, we appreciate it. We have five different designs you can you can uh, choose from on there, all different sizes, a few different colors. So, yep. um, yeah, support our podcast. We'd really appreciate it. And like Paul said, look great doing so. Absolutely. Any final thoughts for tonight, Tanner? Oh, just a fun show. I've been looking forward to this Arthur Ashe show for months um, since it was announced. Glad it happened. What a cool venue for a wrestling show. I know Tony Khan said this week he hopes this is an annual thing they can do every year, Grand Slam at Arthur Ashe. That would be pretty cool. Um, New York City was hot for their first AEW show. Um, I still think New York City is the number one wrestling market in, in, in the U.S. I know a lot of people want to argue Chicago, and I think Chicago is great, and they're a close number two. But New York City is king when it comes to wrestling, in my opinion. Mass Square Garden, it would be great if AEW can run there someday, but this was pretty darn cool. Um, and, and they're going to be in Long Island on, on December 8th, so they're going to be coming back yep. um, to the area. So uh, it's a fun show overall. Like I said, I, I, I think it was the best Dynamite I've, I've seen today. Okay. One final question for you. Yes. Can AEW sell out the garden? Yeah. Okay. I think they could. All right. Yeah. Wanted to make sure we were on the same page there. Yeah, I think they could. Um, after I think selling it, out Arthur Ashe, I have no doubts they can sell out I, anywhere they go at I, this point. I think I think 2022 might be a little early for it, but gosh, they're growing so fast, so rapidly, more than faster than I think anybody anticipated. I think they got to start looking at bigger venues for the pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I, I think they have to. I mean, a million people have bought, over a million people have bought the CM Punk shirt since his debut. So, yeah. I mean, I know they like to run, you know, all out at the now arena. And, um, and, I, and I would like them to see them run double or nothing next year in MGM just because they've only got to do it there once in Vegas. But what's to say soon they can't do it in Legion Stadium where SummerSlam was held. Yeah. I mean, that's big. That's real big. But th- I think eventually they're going to have to uh, pick which pay-per-view is kind of their version of WrestleMania and run a big stadium show there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, Rampage will be fun Friday night. Yeah. So check that Looking out. We will not it. be doing a podcast after that, but we'll be back next Wednesday after the uh, Rochester Dynamite, the September 29th. So, and don't forget, Rampage is two hours this Friday night, yep, 10 to that's midnight. A good point. So be sure to uh, catch a cat nap before Rampage starts. It's if a, you gotta it's get a great up time early, to I be guess. a pro wrestling fan and more specifically, a great time to be a fan of all the wrestling. Absolutely. Um, this has been a fun year and I don't think we're anywhere close to the end yet. No, we're not. And with that being said, for Tanner Lee, I'm Paul Zartman. Be sure to follow the Kicking Out podcast on all social media at Kicking Out Pod. Go follow Tanner Lee at Tanner Lee 92 on all social media. Follow myself at Paul Zartman 921 on all social media. Join us again next Wednesday as we kick out yet another podcast.